0: Eve Misi is the best freshman big man that Scott Drew has ever had. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Baylor brought to you by FanDuel. I am your host, Cam Stewart. Happy almost Valentine's Day to you guys. Happy Tuesday. And thank you for making it your first listen today and every day, because that's what we are, your team every day right here on Locked On Baylor. And today's episode is going to go over something I actually not just had planned last week, but had recorded last week before the Gary Patterson news came out, and that was kind of the freshman report cards. Uh, I had teased it earlier in the week, and I couldn't get to it because of that breaking news, so we're going to go through it today. Uh, Some freshman report cards, and then, of course, a great moment over the weekend that we didn't really talk about yesterday because we had a game to break down. But Baylor had two stud freshmen, has two stud freshmen, had two that came in with a ton of hype, um, and Miro Little, who's going to be a really good player for this team. And the, both those guys are projected to go in the first round of the NBA draft, maybe even both in the lottery. And as of just the last few games, have taken different Trajectories, I guess is a way to say it. Although I don't think it's a long-term slump for one of them. But we're going to talk about Jacoby Walter. We're going to talk about Eve Messi and how these guys have graded out halfway through their first conference season. I think that game Saturday was exactly the halfway point in terms of Big 12 games for them. So, And that starts with the news of, just announced yesterday, Big 12 Newcomer of the Week. No surprise, Eve Misey. And boy, has he been fantastic. For this team this year, the seven foot freshman out of Cameroon via prolific prep in California and a, a top high school program in New York before that. I mean, I, I have just been so impressed by Eve Misi and how much his like how much his game has rounded out since he's been here. Since the competition has gotten better, he has tweaked things and gotten them much better. Uh, I remember John Ross team put out a tweet just before. The season started that said, um, I'm hearing the, something along the lines of, I'm hearing the big surprise out of Waco is this freshman, Eve Misi," And I'm like, well, he came in with some hype. So if it's a surprise, maybe that's not a good thing because I'm thinking, huh, you know, he's he's really hyped up, but he's a, he's a raw guy. You know, I, I just don't know if he's going to really put it all together year one and maybe he hasn't put it all together, but he's put Darn near everything together, year one, and and John Rothstein was right about it being a pleasant surprise that he heard from his sources down here in Waco. Um, he he is though he's still learning, and he is learning on the fly better than almost any freshman big man I've I've ever seen. Like th- this is just what they are. They come in they're they're young and they're raw. In fact, he's really young. He should only be a senior in high school. But you look at his numbers and they're pretty darn good. And you look at the per forty minutes he's averaging a double double per 40 minutes, 19 and 10 on 56% shooting. You'll take that any day of the week. And he's been excellent in the pick and roll on on both sides of the ball. I mean, both ends of the court he's been fantastic. Um and you see him how much he can impact a game without even touching the ball. Like we don't we don't say that about the center position anymore. It's it's not like it was even 15 years ago or 10 years ago. Like this kid is altering shots in the paint and really helping. He's been a huge help in terms of the strides Baylor has made defensively. In fact, Ray J Dennis talked about this in his media availability yesterday, just how much Eve Misey helps them on both ends of the court. I mean, his athleticism is one thing it speaks for itself. Right. But, uh, I mean, he's the anchor on our defense. Um, I mean, we try to play best defense as possible, but as a guard, if you make a mistake, it, it feels good knowing that you got Eve behind you who can clean up some of those shots and, and uh, easy to load. So, I mean, that's huge for him, and I, I it's rightfully so, rightfully deserved. And yeah, I mean, he makes a, a great point because we look at him offensively because that's what most of us casual fans turn to, but defensively, he's such a menace. And again, it's not just blocking shots, which he does better than almost anyone in the conference. He's second in the Big 12 and blocks, but it's also those altering those shots when guys do get past a guard, like a Ray J. Dennis he talked about there, or, or Langston Love when was out there, or Jaden Nunn. You're running into a brick wall, and we've seen teams try to isolate on him and try to get him out on an island and clear out some space, and hey, you can't really back him down either. That's the other thing. He's, he's he's strong as an ox, man. I mean, he's he's really, and he did a great job Saturday against Hunter Dickinson. Eve Meesey outplayed Hunter Dickinson in that game on Saturday. Did his team win the game? No, which is what ultimately matters at the end of the day. But Hunter Dickinson had 13 points in a flash in the first half and finished with just 15. And Eve goes for what was it? 20, I think it was 21 and seven. He was awesome in that game and outplayed what a lot of people think is the best center in America. It's between him and Zach Edey, and he was right there with him. And you talk about the offensive side, of course, that is that is the fun part to watch, how he has rolled with the pick and roll offensively, the dunks that he throws out there. Um, but it's honestly what you don't see that is probably most impressive, and it's what Scott Drew talked about when he was congratulating eve on becoming the big 12 newcomer of the week as ray j dennis did yeah i think he's just uh feeling more comfortable being aggressive and uh, um being more assertive making more plays um earlier in the year a little more passive uh the other thing is the more our guys get used to playing with him, the more they expect from him, the more they look to him. so uh, uh he's done a good job uh um really being uh, uh, efficient offensively and taking care of the basketball. A lot of times, uh, freshman bigs can uh, have a turnover uh, a problem, just getting used to the uh, spacing and physicality and uh, defenses putting two on the ball and whatnot. Um, but he's really done a great job, and the team's done a good job finding him. That's I think that's a key part of how good he is offensively is – that he's not getting rid of the ball. He's not throwing the ball all over the place, which has been a problem for this Baylor team, uh, especially on Saturday. It was, it was a big problem. Like he goes up strong. He doesn't get stripped. He, he, he's not throwing out lazy passes for kickout threes. He's not doing that. He's, he's taking care of the basketball and like, that that's the first step. That's what a lot of freshmen, especially freshmen big men, can really struggle with. And Coach Drew talked about it there of, you know, a, adjusting to a physical game or adjusting to help defense and, and double teams every night. Like he has been so efficient out of that. So efficient. And it's like he hasn't even missed a beat. He's coming into the the top conference in America as a barely 18-year-old and he's dominating it. In fact, I'm looking at his advanced stats. And per, one, per 100 possessions, his offensive rating is 130. So when he's on the court, for every one of Baylor's 100 possessions, they're going to score 130 points. And his defensive rating is 99. He is plus 31 net rating when he's on the court. That, 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 that's, that's incredible for a raw freshman center. That's insane. And again, he's second in the league in blocks. He is second in total rebound percentage and first in offensive rebounding percentage. And to go off Coach Drew's point, he is second in the Big 12 in player efficiency rating. It's just mind-boggling, man. And I've got lists out here on Twitter that saying he's not even as good as Johnny Furphy. Miss me. Miss me with that. And any team that ain't picking Eve Meesey in the lottery, you're missing out. He's going to make some team that's ready to contend very happy, if that's the case. Because this kid's for real, and he plays an NBA game. I've talked about this before. He doesn't have the three-point shot. Um, Although, with the way he's improved on everything else, I wouldn't be surprised if he adds that to his repertoire early in his NBA career. But, when you're talking about big men in the NBA, he can put the ball on the floor, he's athletic as holy heck, and he can run the pick and roll and defend the pick and roll. Heck, when he's dunking, man, he's trying to like lower his head so he's not hitting it on the rim. This kid is an absolute freak in the best way possible, and we are so lucky to have him. Like, A+++, he has been tremendous. And I just I can't wait to see what he does for this team the rest of the year, because talk about a, a blessing that we have had that he has not only come to Baylor because it wasn't going to it didn't look that way. He was big into UT as well, but he, I don't think he I think he wanted to play for Chris Beard and then UT drops out of the race. It was basically between Baylor and Texas and he reclassifies and comes to Baylor. He has been, you know, such a blessing for this team and I. <laughs> I can't wait to see how much more his game grows even till till and through the end of the season here. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Okay, look, I know, you know, the NFL season's over. We all had a bunch of fun betting on that classic Super Bowl game on Sunday. I won some money on it. I did also have the over 47 and a half. With no extra point, it ends at 47 total points. So no bueno on that one, but I did win some money through FanDuel. But now it's time to shift gears, if you haven't already, totally to basketball. And let's make that first bet on FanDuel a layup, shall we? Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with those quick bets, the live same-game parlays. Exclusive prop bets on FanDuel and so much more. So just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to shoot that shot. It's almost Valentine's Day. I said that yesterday, but shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So Eve Meesey has been fantastic. We've been able to see that all year. And I think some people are having some revisionist history and a recency bias around Jacoby Walter's excellence this year. Now it, it would be naive of me to say that he wasn't in a slump going into that Kansas game. But if, yeah. I mean, he was, and I, I'm sure Scott true would have, would have told you that as well. I'm sure Jacoby Walter would have told you that um, these things happen, but I think it's important to look at Jacoby's whole season because it's been pretty darn good. And um, not just these these last few games. Now, before the Kansas game, which he does get in double figures again, he has 17 in the game. Um, he hadn't made two or more field goals in the game in his last four. He had to go all the way back to the Texas game. And so that, that game on Saturday, that's big for him. I think it just put him back over 15 points a game um, and is still a guy who is thrown in the top 10 of these NBA mock drafts. Uh, as a guy who came in with a bunch of hype coming into the season, as a four-star, five-star who was projected to potentially be as high as three in the NBA draft with some people talking about number one. Uh, But he's still solidly in that top 10. And I mean, he is still an elite shooter and a three and D guy in the NBA. I mean, with his length, uh, he is, and his athleticism too, to be fair to him, is very switchable. And from what we've seen in his half a season, more than half a season at Baylor is he's very coachable as well. Uh, something I've talked about during his slump is even when he's not putting the ball in the basket at the clip that he maybe should be, he is doing a lot of other things really well. His defense has improved. He rebounds the ball. Uh, he gets to the free throw line. So that, that shows me, cause that's, that's not things that high school players, top high school prospects are really worried about, but he comes to Baylor and even when the shot hasn't been going in as much, he is staying in the starting lineup because he's doing all of those things. And I think it's important to remember that, that he's not just those three or four games between Texas and Kansas. And it was nice to see him um, get back off the schneid against KU on Saturday. Uh, I hope that his confidence doesn't dip with that with that final miss three. I mean, that's that's a guy I love having taken the shot. And it was it was open. So Baylor had a couple of good looks at the basket at the end of that game. I, I can't can't fault them for taking either of those shots. Now, going back into the advanced stats via basketball reference, uh, so he's about 15 per game, but per 40 minutes, he's averaging 19. So that tells me two things. A, that's still good. Both of those numbers are good, but it 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 shows that his kind of volume scoring isn't what it was at the beginning of the season. Meaning, you know, if he plays 30 minutes um, and, and he's averaging 15 a game, you know, his per 40 would be, you know, 21, 22 instead of 19. So it's a, it's a small difference. It really is. I, I I wouldn't worry too much about it. And then I love looking at these, uh, these offensive defensive ratings uh, in the per 100. And his is a 125 offensive rating, which is really good. <laughs> Um, and one Oh four defensive rating. So if you, you heard the first segment, you know, neither of those are quite as good as Eve Messi, but I'm here to tell you that's still pretty good to be plus 21 net rating as a, as a freshman, as a true freshman, like that, that those are, those are solid numbers. They're, are they as good as Eve Messi's? No. Uh, does he disrupt def- as much defensively as Eve Messi? No, but he does some other things that Eve can't do. Uh, in fact, he's way above Eve, uh, which is interesting because I don't know how they calculate this. In win shares, he's sixth in the Big 12 in win shares and sixth in free throws, which I put in there because it does show uh, that he gets to the free throw line. And if you watch the NBA, the best scorers get to the line a lot. If I have Rockets fans, who are watching and listening, you remember it from a few years ago with James Harden. He got to scoring titles basically through the free throw line. So that is a good skill to have. It is an absolutely a good skill to have, drawing fouls. And Jacoby Walter is good at that. Now, his true shooting percentage, which I take over regular shooting percentage much more as canon, is 55%, which is pretty solid, especially for a guy who's shooting a lot of threes. Uh, And I wanted to compare that to someone on the team right now that you all are familiar with. And I'm going to compare him with Jalen Bridges, who is a decent shooter. Good. I think Jacoby Walter's is a better shooter. Uh, He's Jacoby's more athletic and probably creates his own shot a little bit better. Um, Jalen Bridges finishes around the rim a little bit better, but you know what I mean? Like he's not, Jalen Bridges is not projected to be an NBA lottery pick or was he a five star guy or anything like that, but a good player. His true shooting percentage is 59%. So that shows me, hmm, maybe that could be a little bit better on Jacoby's end. Uh, maybe it could be. But his teammates still have a ton of confidence in him. Ray J. Dennis said if you gave him that that shot at the end of the game 10 times, he's hitting it eight or nine of those times. They see it in practice every day. And in fact, this is what Ray J. had to say about the slump that Jacoby is going through. He, he acts older and is a lot more mature than his actual age. So um, I knew he was going to come out to slump. Um, if, I mean, a slump is what you want to call it. I mean, everybody's going to miss shots. It's basketball, it's a game of mistakes. But um, I mean, as good as he is, as talented as he is, and as mentally strong as he is, we knew he's going to be fine. And going forward, he'll be even better. So clearly, the confidence in him is still there. And, you know, Ray J said, a slump, if you want to call it that. I think it's fair to call it a slump. Uh, I think. Jacoby would call it as well, but clearly there's still a vote of confidence in him from his teammates and from his coaches. And I'll say this, if you're one of those people who's just into the recency bias here, I've got news for you. Probably every team in the Big 12, maybe Sands, Kansas, and most teams in the country would trade one of their starters to have Jacoby Walter in their starting five right now. Bar none. No doubt about it. They would absolutely take that in a heartbeat. And I'm glad we have it. So with the slump, does he go down to a B plus? Maybe. Bounce back. I'm gonna put him at an A minus when I look at the full body of work. And if it's a B plus, that ain't that bad either. Uh, and when he starts getting hot again, ooh, boy. Just just look out. Okay. Just look out, everybody else. Passion, drive. Patience. Kobe Walter has all of those things. So does eBay Motors, okay? What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because we don't want you burning Cash. Okay. We want you burning rubber with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP or the Naismith Award winner, the Wooden Award winner, and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions do apply, and that eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers at ebaymotors.com. So there's been a lot made about the hype around the freshmen. And as I've just graded them out, it's been pretty good. You know, I, I I can't fault them for that hype, but one guy who doesn't get a lot of hype outside of his own locker room um, and doesn't get a lot of playing time is Austin Sachs. Uh, the place goes nuts when, when he is able to get into a game uh, and we 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 kind of have these these legends that are at the the end of the bench. You know, I remember in the championship team, Jackson Moffat with the mullet, Mark Patterson, the intramural legend who comes in and and hits the shot in the semifinal. and those are the guys dribbling out the clock in the national championship. it's It's a great feeling. Every team and and their fans really connect with with those last guys off the bench. And of course, Austin Sachs is is no different. Um, he is a well-loved guy within that team. And you saw that on Saturday. And, and if you miss this, just what a moment on college game day. Uh, Jay Billis does this segment called 94 feet where they walk the length of the court. And he's, he's talking with Austin sacks, which might seem like an odd thing. Uh, you know, not talking to Jacoby Walter, or Reeve macy or Ray J Dennis or any of those guys He's talking to Austin sacks. And he, it gives him like two or three questions and they're all just about being a walk on and, you know, kind of what that challenge is like. And, and Austin's like, yeah, it is a challenge, but I'm, I'm really grateful for it. I'm so happy to be here. He, it, it's almost like emotional how, how well he's answering it, knowing what's coming. Cause he gets to a, almost mid court and you start seeing these people congregate behind him. The whole team is behind him. And Jay Billis goes, you know, it'd be pretty nice to be on scholarship. Right. And Austin's like, yeah, that'd be cool. And he goes, well, how about this? You're on scholarship. And he turns around, the whole team's behind him. They go nuts. It's not a dry eye in the house. It's such an awesome moment. Uh, I love, love this team, um, and love that they did that for him. And uh, Scott talked about it in his conference yesterday, just about how he set that up with ESPN. And you're always trying to do this in a cool way because these guys deserve it. Um, if they're 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 working their butts off every day. And they get the ultimate prize of the scholarship, but also get that kind of viral moment to go with it. So huge congratulations to Austin Sachs, man. That That's awesome and, and so well-deserved. And um, certainly a, a nice burden probably off his family or the student loans there. That's that's fantastic. Um, great, great work by Jay Billis as well, who has a weird connection to me and to this podcast by having it through me. Uh, my dad actually used to brag that he did laundry with Jay Billis. Jay Billis and Mark Allery and, and Defensive Player of the Year, Tommy Amaker, when they were both at Duke. And then, weirdly enough, he creeps back into my life when I was looking through my very real girlfriend's high school yearbook. Uh, they both have last names that begin with B. She shares a yearbook page. It's literally two people on the page. It's her and Jay Billis' son. Uh, So very weird. They get Christmas cards from the Billises and Daniel Jones's family, if that lets you in on a little bit of what that high school is like up in North Carolina. Um, So awesome, quick aside there, uh, but awesome moment for Austin Sachs and Jay Billis and the Baylor Bears and Scott Drew. And I am hoping this game against Kansas becomes kind of a watershed moment. I think we all were more positive coming out of that game than, than we would normally be. You know, Bayward didn't play their best game. Neither did Kansas. We They didn't have McCuller. We didn't have Langston Love. And with a huge turnover discrepancy, we still had had two shots at it, two cracks at it at the end of the game. So I think if Baylor can correct this correctable mistake of... What is turnovers? Now, it's not as easy as correcting as as free throws, which was a problem before, but correctable. I think this team can be really scary and really dangerous, and I I don't think that three-game winning streak was even their best basketball, and hopefully we see that tonight at the Foster Pavilion against the Oklahoma Sooners. I'll be there. Will you? Drop your score predictions down in the comments below. Let me know what you think about my assessments of Jacoby Walter and Eve Misey. Put that in the comments below or just say hi in the comments below. And then be sure to like and subscribe and tell your friends about it. And thank them, as I will thank you for making it your first listen today and every day. We're the only place that's not Baylor University that's giving you nothing but Baylor Athletics content every day of the week. Thank you for joining us once again here on Blocked on. We'll be back tomorrow. Baylor!